You're listening to The Dugout, a college baseball match podcast. This is episode 54 with co-host and CEO and founder of College Baseball Match, Eric Walzakowski. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the last two episodes of The Dugout. They were pretty special, and we got a few more episodes up our sleeves just like that. So stay tuned. For now, I'm going to talk to seniors specifically. This episode is about seniors who have yet to sign an NLI. So seniors, listen up, listen good, and maybe before you hit play, if you haven't already done so, head to our website, collegebaseballmatch.com, and fill out a profile and see where you land. And then go ahead and listen to the rest of the episode. Enjoy. Eric, it's been a while. Tom, it's good to be back on the uh, dugout. Yeah, so today um, I really wanted to kind of focus on a few things. We've obviously had a lot of uh, interviews with college coaches like head coach Dave Esker, and uh, it's been a while since you've been on. And so I think the thing I, I wanted to touch on is uh, where are seniors at in the process right now? What are they thinking? And then I wanted to go through step by step and kind of break down some of the consultations that we've been uh, giving based off of uh, an offer we, we gave to some seniors um, last week. Sure, Tom. And, and I think it's really appropriate timing because, as, as you know, our team here at College Baseball Match has been very busy working with seniors on where they're currently at in the process because recently we reached out to a number of seniors uh, who we felt might be stuck. Right. And when we look at that, you know, as you're heading into your senior baseball season, most players have already applied to the four-year schools that that they're going or they're interested in attending. Right. Um, and so those that aren't committed with a letter of intent, many of those folks don't have offers at this point. And so they've applied to schools. They don't ha- have offers. And from a baseball perspective, as we've seen as we're talking to these seniors, um, they're quite nervous about their baseball future um, because the schools that they've applied to necessarily haven't been very interested in them. And so one of the things that we've been spending a lot of time when we talk to seniors is reassuring them that regardless of baseball, this is a very exciting time in their life. It's going to be their last high school baseball season. Right. They've applied to colleges that are good academic options for them. Mm -hmm. And so you got to enjoy the excitement. You have to enjoy the time. Um, But if you want to play baseball, you've really got to get serious about what your options are at this point. Yeah, I, I think that the uh, feeling is that you can kind of coast and see kind of what what happens. And as we find out, while there is still time, um, it's really important to, uh, I think, reassess, especially with the baseball season coming into play, um, to see where you're at if you are a senior and kind of see what you're, what you're looking at. I know that you're you know, probably looking at at what schools are going to be coming back pretty soon in the coming months with acceptance letters. But just know that you still have options. It's just about evaluating what those are. Well, no, clearly. And so, I, you know, I think we really need to hone in on what those three options are. And and the first option is pursue the academic schools that you've applied to and walk on at at that particular school that you decide to attend. Um, We've all heard a number of cases where someone has walked on successfully at a good academic school. And of course, uh, Dave Esker is one of the shining examples 
of that. Um, that said, in today's environment and with the numbers, we've crunched 15 years of numbers, actually walking on at a school and playing baseball there is defying all odds. The odds are stacked up against you in, in actually doing that. But if, if, if you're comfortable with a particular school and academic option, that, that definitely is an, an option. The, the second option that you can look at if you really want to pursue baseball and the, the school that you're looking at from a baseball perspective is, is not uh, one that um, you're interested in going to is to pursue the junior college route. And that's a viable option. Um, we've had a number of our players decide to attend a junior college that have gone on to a four-year school, a major four-year school, and, and contributed to. And, of course, you know we had Coach uh, Derek Sullivan from Sac City on talking all about the junior college options, which are, are good ones, because there are a number of junior colleges that really develop their players um, to, to be able to play at the four-year university. But the final option and, and the most important one that I think the player should do, regardless of whether they decide to walk on or go to a junior college, is let's find out what schools you match at today. Yeah. What schools can you play at? I mean, I, I just I, I look at getting this information right in front of you and this being a top five life decision, selecting a college and the amount of time, effort and money that players and parents have put towards this dream of playing college baseball. That to me, you got to you got to get real with what the real opportunities are and of course that's what we're about here at College Baseball Match. What um steps, let's say I've I've made the choice that yes, there are schools that I'm applying to that I could just decide to try to walk on as you described it's very uphill battle. Um and then I've also decided junior college not for me and I'm still committed. Um, what does evaluating that look like? What are the steps, the concrete steps needed to take on our on our platform? Well, so as you know, we, we have broken down the college matching process into four pillars, athletic, academic, financial, and social. And so the, the key piece is we have to get an accurate picture right now, today of where you fit. So when we talk about the athletic pillar, we've got to know based on technology, what your batted ball exit speed is, what your velocity is, and what your 60 time is. Not guesses, what they actually are. Yeah. And, and if you don't know how to do that, you can go to your local baseball academy and they can help you get those numbers. But you're going to get those numbers. Mm -hmm. You're going to enter them into our system. Yep. From there, you're going to get what we call a pre-cam score, which is going to give you a projection of how you match with particular schools. If as a junior, you played varsity baseball and you were a starter, so you got a material amount of time on the field, then we also factor in your playing statistics mm -hmm. into the algorithm and you get a concrete idea of whether you can play baseball at a particular school. We do the same thing with the academic side by factoring in your grade point average and your test scores, whether that be the SAT or the ACT, we look at the financial picture. And within that financial picture, we look at how much your family can contribute to a given college. And then we also look at what potential financial aid uh, opportunities are available to you based on uh, your, 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 your family's household income. 
Finally, what we do is we evaluate your social interests. What, what places that would be interested, uh, it, that you might be interested in attending because of the environment. So when you look at those four pillars and you take the time to go through that, now you can get a view of what schools are a match for you, both athletically, academically, financially, and socially. I what I find so interesting about that is is that, and I want to reiterate reiterate something. <clears throat> Even if you find yourself in camp one or two, which is you're either going to try and walk on at the academic school of your choice, or you're going to look at junior college route. I still think it's completely. Um, understandable. And, and you, frankly, you could get valuable information from still creating a profile and going in to look at those things because the data that we have there is directly tied to individual schools, correct? They're directly tied to individual schools. And we have countless examples of seniors that we've met in the January, February, March, April, May, and June timeline of their senior year that we've helped get to a college that they were not thinking about mm -hmm. that was interested in having them come play college baseball with them. And in many cases, these seniors, because they weren't thinking about it, had not even applied to the college right. within the deadline. Right. Um, you know, you think about where they are in the process and what they're kind of looking at. How do you then determine from that point kind of what they need to do once they find like a set number of schools? Is there a total amount of schools at this stage that they need to look at? Or how do you how do you determine that? So what we do with our clients when, when we get them in through this process and determine the matches, what we do is we narrow it down to about five to seven schools at this point. As a senior. A as as senior. a senior. And these are matches, four and five star matches, so that when the senior reaches out to the college coach mm -hmm. with their college baseball match resume, and video, mm -hmm. that college coach is going to be interested in what they see because we don't have time um, to go back and forth with, well, I, I need more information or this, that, and the other. We need to know that these, in fact, are matches. And so what, and as you, you mentioned, we just went through a huge group of seniors where we actually, and we usually don't do this, but we offer some consultations to help these people because we're so interested in making sure they get to the right spot. So we went through the consultations. We helped them come up with their five to seven matches, create their college baseball match resume and their very short video. Some of these folks have already attended college camps right. and are down the path of actually having discussions. And so that's what we recommend is doing that. But as a senior, there's really no time to waste because the camp window, I think there might be some camps this weekend, but you're really now button up against college baseball season. And so the camps are gone. So what you're really talking about now is sharing your, your resume, your video, mm -hmm. some baseball references, whether it be a high school coach, a travel ball coach, a professional scout, and then your schedule right. in hopes that the, the college coach will actually come out to your, your baseball games during the spring season. And I think it's also important to focus on the fact that those individuals who we've already helped this late in the season, uh, they were motivated to get this stuff done. They realized that they were not in a position to keep waiting. And so they decided they they, they decided to take charge and empower themselves in the process. Absolutely. You, you need to get started now. And, and I just keep coming back to this is a top five life decision. If you don't have any offers yet, there's still time. 
but you really need to act now. And there's really no harm in finding out what schools you're a match with right now and reaching out and contacting some of those schools to see if in fact they might be interested in you. Because as we've talked about over and over and over again, the majority of the college commits happen between April and August of the senior year because the Division II, Division III, and NAIA schools are making commitments commitments during that time. Right. And for those that aspire to play professional baseball, as we say over and over and over and over again, if you want to play professional baseball, you need to be on the field when your fruit ripens. And so finding a school that you can play at, whether it be a division two, II, division three, or NAIA is going to give you the best opportunity to play college baseball. And for those of you that are listening to this and have already either resigned themselves to the fact that they're not going to play baseball or just have kind of given up, understand what we are saying. If you go through and you follow the steps, you are increasing the likelihood that you will find a school that matches with you. And it's kind of like, what do you have to lose? No, I I would agree with that, Tom. So with that, um, if you haven't created a profile, we recommend you do so. It's not too late. Um, it's all about taking the power back of, in the recruiting process and involve your parents, involve your kids, have a discussion. And I don't see why uh, we shouldn't see more uh, recruiting consultations coming up in the next few weeks. Absolutely. Tom, thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Dugout, a college baseball match podcast. If you want to know more information, visit our website at www.collegebaseballmatch.com. You feel free to build a profile if you haven't already done so. Um, You're entitled to understand what the recruiting process is all about, and that's what we seek to do. We want to give you the information you need at the right time in order to make the best decision possible. Um, So if you're finding that you are having trouble in the recruiting experience and recruiting process, try us out. Uh, That's www.collegebaseballmatch.com or feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels. That's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, or even email us at support at collegebaseballmatch.com. And we're happy to give you uh, any help you need or answer any questions you may have. 